Maybe you have an idea. Maybe you've been looking for some sort of sign to get started. Maybe this episode is going to be the thing that gets you going. Hi, I'm Courtney Brandt, and you're listening to CSR of One from Amaya FM. Our guest today is Zimmy Khan, founder of the Love Academy. I challenge you to listen and not want to go and tackle whatever dream you have that's been hanging around in the back of your mind for years. Zimmy's energy was contagious, and more than anything, it's amazing to see how a community can come together so quickly around an idea. I have had this dream for a few years. I, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist, I'm a life coach, so I work with a lot of people and I see that a lot of our pain and need for healing comes from our childhood. Um, and I've seen that in my own life as well. And as I witness people becoming more whole and more healed, uh, Right away, I think about all of the children who are not as privileged as we grew up. And uh, they're growing up in adversity, they're orphans, they're refugees, they're, you know, underprivileged. And I realize that the pain and the wounds and the trauma that they're going through, what is that going to contribute into their life? How is their narrative going to be when they grow up? Because they're our future. For me, it was, for many years, just a dream that I would talk about to people and say, one day, I want to have this place where we can raise children and teach them right from the beginning, you know, self-love and faith and optimism and uh, just kindness, you know, so that they grow up the best that they can be and actually contribute rather than just surviving all through and fighting life and feeling alone. They will contribute, you know? And everyone that I would talk to would say, oh my God, such a great idea. But it was almost like it's it's a dream uh, that is a wishful thinking kind of thing and that we would just move on. And in April this year, I turned 45 and I was like, yes, what I'm doing is very fulfilling already, uh, but can I do more? And that was just my question to myself. I kind of do this audit every year, you know, and just ask, what more can I do for myself, not just for the world, but really, you know, because everything is at the end selfish, isn't it? It makes us happy. Uh, but as long as it makes someone else happy, I'm, I'm all for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Let's do a win-win. So I sat down with myself and I said, is there anything that I haven't done yet? Is there a song in my heart that I don't want to go with without humming it at least? Mm-hmm. And... Um, right away this idea it didn't have a name yet you know in April and um, I said okay you know what I'm not gonna wait to have the money or to have this or that I'm just gonna sit down and write out a plan and see what is it that I can do right here right now with what I have and I literally just sent out an invite to 10 of my friends the closest people who I felt were like like-hearted and uh, I just said I have a dream and I can't do this one alone mm-hmm. so please can you come over for a meal and I'll share it with you and just bring your hearts that's all I said I did not even tell them what it is and eight people showed up for me that was just big enough that people actually like have enough faith in me and love me enough that they just come out of and it resonated with them yeah they had no idea what this was going to be about and i prepared a very simple powerpoint presentation right here uh-huh. and i fed them first and bribed them and stuff you know with food and drinks and uh, little gifts and then i shared this idea with them and you know obviously they were sold and and they were like okay we're on board what can we do we see that you have a plan Mm -hmm. and that's really good to know that someone has a plan because it sounds like such a big thing it does really sound like a huge undertaking yeah yeah and so it was it's a very simple plan and I'll take you through it but um 
And they, you know, someone at that point that evening mentioned, oh, just create a Facebook group so we can all kind of communicate together. It was very organic. I hadn't thought that through. Mm -hmm. And I set up the Facebook group. And, you know, of course, uh, I, I don't have a lot of friends on Facebook. I'm quite an introvert. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I invited whoever I could. They invited their friends. And then, of course, this... Um, the female fusion group. Mm -hmm. Yes, the female fusion group. Uh, I took that chance, you know, and I said, okay, I know this is not about business. It, it's not really. But, you know, I can see that these women are amazing and they're so helpful. And if I can just so let's see if I get it approved. Mm -hmm. And I just, you know, sent that to the admin. I said, please, you know, if, if, if it resonates. And they posted it right away. I was very grateful. And I got like over 100 people liking and commenting and reaching out, not just liking it, but saying, I want to help. How can I help? Any capacity. Mm -hmm. That was so heartening. I think this community, there is um, a huge space and a gap where there are skills that women, yes. men, whoever have, and they need an outlet for that. So I think you were really tapping into something that no matter what your background is, you can contribute something. So in the Love Academy, is it a plan to open in the Emirates and then branch out? Is there another country that you're interested in? And how did you come to that? The main backbone of this vision is to have a syllabus or a program that is heart-based, where we actually uh, work out tools and practices and techniques of how to, because all of these concepts of self-love and kindness and optimism are quite fluffy in that sense. They're intangible. Yeah. So everyone's like, okay, how are you going to teach this? Mm -hmm. You know? So thankfully, having the experience that I have with the work that I do, and I've created an online course called The Happiness Project. So I've actually learned how to make the intangible actually achievable, okay. you know? So I, I take that, and then I basically invite other people to help and contribute with the syllabus. So the main focus is that syllabus okay. and that program, which we have decided that we're going to take it to orphanages that already exist. Gotcha. For me, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of a very excitable person, so if I have an idea... I'm just like, okay, I want to do this. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, there are enough orphanages already out there that could use this right away rather than us waiting and wanting to own something and, oh, I want to build an orphanage and all the approvals and all the, you know, the production that goes into it. Yeah. I would love to be able to do that eventually, but I don't want to wait. I just want to get started, mm -hmm. you know, and the way that this is going, it's happening so fast. Like this was two months ago and I already have thankfully over 180 people as ambassadors okay. for our Love Academy on the Facebook group. And apart from that, people are not on Facebook, just getting in touch. People are coming out and offering their skills. There are educators, there are children's book authors, there are healers, there are so many people. There are no skills that will not be used. Sure. You know, sure. people are just willing to contribute. It's just beautiful and people I don't know. I can't imagine from an orphan's standpoint what you know has anybody thought to do that before to really look at you know not only just the education but there's many pieces to yeah. that. No, a lot, a lot of uh, places are doing whatever they can. They are doing more. But I just feel that whatever else we can add to it, that's it. I'm, you know, it's not about creating anything revolutionary, but just going and helping in our own way, because this is what our heart calls for. And yeah, from all the studies and the research and from my own experience, I've seen that the 
main things that make us happy as individuals, as adults in our life is connection and belonging and emotional stability and balance and, you know, like that ownership of yourself. And that's just what I want to share as much as possible. Um, and so there will be this whole thing of once the syllabus is ready to translate it into different languages that are going to be required to train people so that, you know, not me or just a few people are there so that we can, you know, promote this as roll it out as far and wide as we can. Okay. And so there will be some training programs where we create some videos where people can go so that whoever is because this is all free. We're all doing this for free. There is actually, I'm, I'm hoping that this will also help people to realize that it's not just money that you can contribute with, yes. that it's your time and your heart mm -hmm. and whatever you're willing to do to just uh, come and let's do it. So I just want to train people on this syllabus and this program, get as many people to go as wherever we can and share it. And uh, uh, the third thing that we're doing right now is just gathering more people onto this community to become ambassadors because we will need as many hearts as we can get. How did you come up with the name, The Love Academy? It does kind of, it speaks to a lot of things. Um, and, and having spoken with you now, I see... Like I can definitely see it, but is there a special place that it came from? Had you been working with that as the as the the name or title? It literally just came up as I was preparing that presentation for my friends, and I wanted to have a working name, so I had put that in my presentation. This is just a working title. You guys can help with you know uh, ideas and options, but they fell in love with it right then and there because it it incorporates basically the heart based practices, so the love, and that's the backbone of it. And the academy because it is going to be a kind of a syllabus or a program that we're offering, and one day when we have that orphanage of our own, then that will be the academy as well. So it kind of feels right. Absolutely. And um, do you have, I know, you know, your, your boots on the ground from April, but do you have a favorite memory so far or something that stands out to you where people came together or somebody, an email came across that you weren't expecting? There have been a couple, actually. There have been, uh, again, from the female fusion group, uh, there have been a couple of ladies who reached out and did not really mention what they do or anything, but just really very interested in meeting up. I, I want to hear more about it. And uh, it's amazing that people are willing to come over they don't know me, and I say, listen, I'm really running a tight schedule, but I would love to meet you. Can you come over? And they're like, yes, of course. So it's so heartening. And I'm not expecting anything at all, but just happy to meet people who are interested in helping. And she comes and says, okay, so I've written a children's book on inclusion and international-mindedness uh, to feeling safe wherever you're going in the world. Um, and I am an educator, I'm a teacher, and I uh, am the director of the curriculum of the school. So I can help you with creating this program, this syllabus, and I can help you with, you know, I'm going to give you my books for free that you can take for storytelling, and I'm going to put you in touch with so-and-so person who can help in this way, and I'm going to help you to find uh, what kind of institutes help to endorse and approve syllabus and programs, and she's just like a godsend. Like, you know, it's, it's like, wow, like, I can't even believe that you drove and you came here to see me and you're giving me all of this mm -hmm. and it's the connections that are forming right now are just so amazing yeah. i'm awed when we come back where the love academy is headed next and how you can help
Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know about this other show we've been doing. It's an Amaya FM original called Tales of the Trade, where we feature Dubai's entrepreneurs and pioneers and the stories behind the ideas that they've brought to life. You can find out more, check out our episodes and even subscribe in this very player or you can look us up on the web by visiting talesofthe.trade. As there are many initiatives and stories we'd like to share, CSR1 asks the community to consider sponsoring our show to help support us. Please contact CSR1 at amea.fm. Welcome back. This is Courtney Brandt, and you're listening to CSR of One from Amaya FM. Zimmy's initiative, the Love Academy, has grown remarkably in the few months since it started, and they're already closely working with an orphanage to pilot the program. Again, reached out and just asked, does anybody know anybody who owns or runs an orphanage or manages one? And started getting contacts right away. Uh, So we have a couple in Tanzania already, in Pakistan, in Jordan, Syria, Turkey. Uh, I'm sure I'm missing a couple. But we have a few already that we're in touch with. I've created a a questionnaire to find out exactly what it takes to run one, you know, what is involved because we, we're probably going to be able to help with a lot more than just a syllabus. Yeah. I have a feeling that we'd just be able to, you know, find people. There's so many people ready and willing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, so uh, finding out from them and then, of course, as they give us information of what it takes and what, the, you know, how it runs, we tell them what we're going to be offering, hopefully very soon, mid-next year. I want the syllabus to be ready, and I'm sure it will be. Um, and uh, they're very interested because they see that, yes, that's one aspect that perhaps is not being uh, focused on as much because obviously these orphanages are doing a great job, but it's like the basics, the food, shelter, clothing, education, and safety. There's so much they're doing, and that's one aspect that they would love help on. So there are already orphanages right now that are willing and ready for us to come and use them as our learning ground as well, as well as theirs. What do you see the traditional role maybe of an ambassador being? Because obviously it's really whatever skill set comes in. Um, Are there any specific immediate needs that that maybe we can address or or ask others to contact you about? The first requirement is that this resonates with you, obviously. And if it does, then basically right now what we're looking for is more people to come on the team for the syllabus. So if you are um, a writer, if you are... um, a a therapist, if you're a child therapist, if you're a play specialist, if you're a mindfulness expert, if you're a pediatrician, because there's so many things, a nutritionist, we want to offer as much wholeness as possible. Just get in touch and we'll create that role because this is very dynamic. And even once the syllabus is created, it's going to be ever evolving because when we get on the ground and we see how this is going and what else we need, we're just going to keep changing it and adding to it, enhancing it. So uh, yeah, at this moment, uh, we do have a lot of people, but we need more people um, because uh, people are going to be not always available. Uh, So we need, you know, like, teams that can function with one or two less people. So the more the merrier, really. It'll be very helpful. If there's any companies that provide solar power uh, to help to make these orphanages more self-sustainable, to gather rainwater for usage and drink, you know, so basically 
anything and everything right now. If you just want to come and uh, play with the children, read them stories, you know, um, make a video for us to just take, you know, about something that you're passionate about that you want to talk because these kids need as much exposure, as much knowledge about anything because who knows what their talents are and what might inspire them. So I'm open to everything. This is going to be a completely collaborative community project. No one owns anything. We just keep adding to it. Is it limited to just the UAE or this is anyone from anywhere? Because it seems like you are taking this right now from a regional perspective, but that you're going to look at a global perspective because there are orphans everywhere. Yeah, no, this is open to anyone from anywhere. Just recently, I was uh, researching, and according to UNICEF, there are over 153 million orphans in the world documented, okay? And 5,000 are added to it every day. Imagine that. This is from 2018. I would have never put the number that high. Yeah. That's literally terrifying. I mean, oof, yeah, so, and they need that emotional knowledge, that emotional support and, and education. Yeah, this is this is where our world, our planet is heading, there are going to be a huge number of people who are going around looking at life as if it's a challenge and it's not easy and I have to work really hard and it's unfair and there's the haves and the have-nots and I'm underprivileged. And then if we step into life with this narrative, it's very difficult for us to access our magnificence. You know, we're, we're all here with purpose and talent. And uh, it's just uh, sad to not help. And I understand that when we talk about these numbers, it feels overwhelming. But I'm, I'm focusing on what we can do rather than is that enough. Even one drop is enough you know, to make a difference is better than where we are right now. Yeah. So whatever step we can take is, is enough. Um, so the future events, you're looking ahead to September to finalize the curriculum. And then I guess what, what do you see by the end of 2019? Do you have um, your, your working goals? Um, you know, do you have, you know, something where you can go, you know, this is what we're working towards or what does that look like? Uh, by end of this year, I am looking at having a bigger community um, and also being uh, at least uh, very, very clear on the main uh, modules of the syllabus. And we're looking at having more contacts, like a growing directory of orphanages that we will have. The website is being created and, you know, all of that. So we, I want to also um, create awareness about all these orphanages and have them there listed, that these are our potential ones that we're going to work with. And as we work with them, add more information about them so that people who actually want to contribute with money can go directly and do that for, you know, I personally do not want to get involved in any fundraising or money. I want to focus on this and, but, you know, be open because I know we're going to receive, uh, you know, uh, queries. And At the end of the day, and we've spoken to others that money does help buy the necessary equipment, the things that any school would take to run or any orphanage, just providing just the basics. Yes. And the only people who know the answer to that are the people that are running the orphanage. Yes. 
Yeah, so that's that's how I want to take care of any funding that comes our way, uh, because there are amazing, you know, generous people. So I don't want to refuse anything, but I want to make sure it goes to the right places and that we don't have to necessarily do anything about it, and uh, we just do what we're doing. And if one day uh, this program gets actually endorsed and approved and gets, you know, accepted by normal schools and parents want to, you know, teach it to their children. If it gets monetized, then the same thing. The money will go to the orphanages that we are working with. Yeah. Um, this is just all hard. Hearing Zumi's enthusiasm, we know the Love Academy is going to have a positive impact on children who, perhaps, need the most support. The Love Academy is in its early days, but can definitely use your help. Zimmy is looking for expertise and support of all kinds. You can find out more on Facebook. Just look for the Love Academy to join. We're hoping to check back in with Zimmy later in the year to see how far she and the Love Academy have come. You've been listening to CSR of One with me, Courtney Brandt. This episode was produced by Chirag Desai. If you enjoyed this episode, tell your friends about us. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.